Good morning, good morning. It's Friday. Happy Friday. I know. This week has really just flown by. Where has the time gone? This is our morning take, and my name is Frank Johnson. And I'm Abraham Lawrence. And we still have Pastor David Ross in the studio with us. Pastor Ross is in the house. Yeah. Say hey, hi. Hey, good morning. There he is. Man, what a great voice. I know. He needs to have his own podcast. He definitely does. No way, guys. He'll put us out of business. Hannah's going to line him up here real soon. Who? It's Thursday. It's no, it can't possibly be. We're on episode one oh. Uh, we're on just one oh four. Oh, <laughs> it is Thursday. Rewind. June the first. Thursday. <laughs> All right, take six. So All right. Uh, are we going? Are we rolling? Are we going? I thought we'd at least have two days with well, this. Let's story. just let's do it. Yeah, yeah, no, we're going we to roll with. Yeah, we're okay. staying with it. I don't care. All right. <laughs> Nobody's perfect, Abe. Stop okay. it. All right. Genesis chapter 22. Abe and I, we've been uh, talking about the. Actually, we just started with the story of Abraham in Genesis chapter 12. And amazingly enough, we're already into 11 chapters, aren't we, buddy? Yes. Uh, and this is a very special story. We stopped on it last time because, man, there's just so much in this. Oh, definitely. definitely. So, But everything leading up to this point is just so incredible. It is so incredible. you got to realize that if Abraham didn't have this kind of faith... Uh, already built up, this story would be quite different. Yep. But you got to figure out, he's been through Abimelech, he's been through the war, he's been to Egypt and back, he's went through the Hagar thing, he's done the wrong things, and God has brought him through. Went and uh, rescued his nephew a million times. Yep, Lot, there's that whole Lot thing. You know, kind of, did we really give a, did we finish that thing? Because I still do not understand why Lot did not come back and visit his uncle. It's it's a mystery to me, too. But let's start it from the beginning. He wasn't supposed to be there in the first place. I get that. But why would he go hang out in a cave when he could have just came back to his uncle? I, I just don't get that. Yeah, me neither. That You know, especially like I was saying a couple of weeks ago, God is say, come, God tells him to come up to the mountain. Mm-hmm. And what does he say? No, I'm just going to stay right here because this place is small. I guess. Well, anyway, we're in Genesis chapter 22, if you want to read along with us. I know there are two guys in the studio that has the King James Version of their Bible open. <laughs> However, Absolutely. I'm going to read from the uh, New American Standard. Please forgive me. <laughs> now, it came about after these things that God tested Abraham. Kind of important. Do you think that's the right word to use here, tested? What does it say in the King James? You know does it say it's, tempt? You know what it says. It says tempted, yes. doesn't it? Yes. You see, and 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 this is one of the things that I have a problem with that people have problems with, the, the world. And that's, of course, who we're talking to. God says he tempts no man. And yet, right here, it says he tempts Abraham. Well, that's why certain versions, like the NASB, try to use a little more accurate word. God is testing Abraham. That's all he's doing. And anyone that studies the King James also understands that, that there are several words for the word tempt. So he's not trying to get Abraham to do anything bad. That's what it means when it says God doesn't tempt any man. God doesn't put anything right or wrong in front of you, and then encourages you to do the wrong thing. In fact, he says he delivers us from any temptation, doesn't he, brother? Amen. He won't give us anything that he won't deliver us from, correct? That is correct. So anyway, so he's going to test Abraham, and he said to him, Abraham, he said, here I am. That's another thing he's learned, hasn't he, Abe? Yep. He don't mess around anymore. When God calls, he's ready to go. He said, take now your son, your only Son. You know, once you finish the second verse, we're going to pause. 
whom you love, Isaac, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering. Go ahead. So, so what do you think about it? Oh, I think it's pretty clear that, you know, what him and Sarah and Hagar concocted was not what God wanted. That's perfectly clear right here what he says. Yeah, I know this guy Ishmael's around, but I didn't have anything to do with that. This is who I promised you. Pastor Ross, uh, we get this movie in our head. Abraham loved Ishmael a lot. Is that, don't you think that's pretty normal for a man to care that much about his firstborn son? Absolutely. So he just couldn't get God to see it his way. Right. He is, tried, though, didn't he? Absolutely. Don't we all? Yeah. That's, that, and, that, and that's where we And fail. that's where this story is so important to understand that if we're going to get to where we need to be with God in life, we're going to have to give up who we are. No matter how much we love Ishmael, no matter how much we love Isaac, we're going to have to make sure that we do what God says to do and be obedient for that. For him to bless us and get us where we need yeah, to be. Because God says, I am going to bless you all with a child. He didn't say, go and do this thing because you guys are old. He didn't tell them to do yeah. that. I don't know. And like David just said eloquently, we can't think about what we think. We've got to think the way God thinks. And I believe that's why the verse is written exactly the way it is. Absolutely. Here, Abe, let me tell you how I'm thinking. I'm thinking this is your one and only son. And that's really the thing that you should have in your mind. Notice that Abraham doesn't say anything differently either. No. So he goes along with it. I love uh, the rest of the verse. He says, offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I will tell you. Now, we know, if we know the rest of the story, that mountain that he's going to actually give his son up on is the same mountain that Jesus is going to give his life on. Mm. It's that same Golgotha. And uh, how poignant is that? But yet the Bible, Logan, that's just how accurate the Bible is. here's, Here's a story thousands of years before Jesus will come, and yet this is a fulfillment of what Jesus Christ is going to do. Yes, amazing. Okay, let's... uh... So let's get it in our, in the movie in our head. Is Abraham actually like, okay, I'm just going to go and do this thing? Is he thinking about it, or is he like, you know what? I got, I trust God. You know, I'm just going to do what He says. What do you think, David? I think as he's walking up that mountain, as he as he was telling. Isaac, when Isaac was asking the questions, he was saying, God will provide the lamb. I think that he grabbed him up and started walking up that mountain believing that God was going to do something All right. for him. However, if God did not, he was still going to be willing to do mm. whatever it was mm. that God asked him to do. Amen. Yeah, that's wonderful. Because if you look at it, if you look ahead, he is te- Isaac's asking the question, I see the wood, I see the fire, I see the knife. Mm-hmm. Where's the lamb? Mm-hmm. And he says... God will provide it. Amen. Amen. That's I believe he was believing God was going to do something for him. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and I don't want to give away the story, but, you know. When give he, away uh, the story. No, sure no, I'm just saying when he, everybody doesn't know. Because, Spoiler alert. You know, and it's poignant what Abraham says to his servants. Yes. And that's that's all you need to know, right? The lad and I will be back. That's it. That's it. That's it. But that, we're getting ahead of the story. That's, so, I, so verse three, that's why I didn't want to get but, so, but isn't it crazy, though, that someone who is really, truly following God already knows? Yeah, this is what I'm saying. We're going to be okay. We're yeah. going to be fine. Hey, let's just do what God says to do right now. Yeah. And the end of the story will play out beautifully the way Amen. God intended it for it. Especially when he goes, hey, you know, everything works out for good, especially those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Well, he was called. Mm-hmm. And verse 3 is just the indication of Abraham's faith. Yeah. So Abraham rose 
early in the morning. He didn't pause. He didn't dilly-dally. He got right up. Saddled his donkey, took two of his young men with him, because he had a lot to take. And Isaac, his son. Now, Isaac's not like five years old or something. People think, you know, maybe he's a little boy. No, Isaac's actually a young man at this point. Might even went through his bar mitzvah already. (laughs) I know you love it every time. No, he had a few dances, right? (laughs) He's already read from the Torah, which isn't written yet. But anyway... uh, he split wood for the burnt offering. He arose and went to the place of which God had told him, verse 4. And on the third day, Abraham raised his eyes and saw the place from a distance. Uh, how about that, Abe? Mm. See, Logan, once again, it's the Bible is so beautifully the way it's written. It didn't take Abraham one day. He didn't saddle it up the first day and, and went one day, and now he's at the mountain. No, the third day. I'm telling you, man, the Bible is so well written. People, it's like I said to uh, my congregation once, I believe the Word of God is accurate and true because you can't make this stuff up. Right. I mean, a man would write this. He would screw it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I wrote this. But the third day, the third day, Abraham raised his eyes and saw the place from a distance. And Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey, and I and the lad will go over there. And we will worship. And what will he do, Abraham? And the King James, it says, come again to you. Yes, return to you. That's exactly right. All right. We're going to find out. Does Isaac actually come back? Does David Ross actually come back? (laughs) He'll be back. (laughs) We love you guys. See you tomorrow.